as Christians, I think there is one thing we can all agree on. Easter Sunday, 2021, was different than any other Easter Sunday that came before it. Then again, so was Easter 2020. That was for an entirely different reason. Most churches across the country decided to cancel in-person Easter services as a health and safety precaution during what were the early months of the COVID-19 pandemic. That meant many people's Resurrection Sunday experience was limited to the resolution of whatever digital device they decided to use to live stream a church service for their home church or another church if their house of worship lacked the technological resources or know-how. But for Easter Sunday, 2021, in the waning months of the pandemic and something resembling herd immunity in sight, most churches held some form of in-person Easter service for the first time in a year. Ours did too, and we definitely felt it. In this episode, we are going to give some real reactions to our Easter 2021 experience, what Good Friday and Resurrection Sunday means to us now, and how Christians can use this day that marks the foundation of our faith to spark the revival our world desperately needs. Welcome to the Religion Podcast with Adam and Blake, where a couple of broken dudes ask a bunch of questions about the answer and the life that comes with living for it. Religion Podcast, episode 13? Yeah, I think so. Uh, happy, teens. Ha- yeah, ha- happy Easter, by the way. Happy, happy Easter, post-Easter. Post-Easter, yeah. So this... Uh, this religion podcast is taking place a couple days after after Easter 2021. And as the intro indicated, it is definitely it definitely was a different Easter than any other Easter anybody's ever experienced for a number of reasons. And you know, one thing I guess I should preface this with before we get we're just kind of giving you our instant reactions or our uh, raw reactions to just how it felt, but with with our church going back, you know, to Easter, to having an Easter service after not having one the previous year. Now, granted, I know that there are some churches in our country and other countries that have either, they either went back to full in-person services a lot sooner than we did, and there's some places that are still doing online and or not, or not meeting in any capacity. So it's like, you know, I do, yeah, I do keep that in mind whenever I say this, but, yeah. uh, so I just, I guess just saying that in and of itself is just one way of just saying how, uh, how big of a blessing it was just to be back on Easter Sunday. Yeah, for sure. It because definitely it, felt different. Yes. It felt and, good. Yeah. It felt like it felt, I, I think that what the people that were, and I don't, I can't say this for everybody because I think there's some people who, you know, I mean, Easter is different for everybody. And, you know, I, I used to be one of these people who was not at church every Sunday, but I was at church on Easter Sunday. And so I don't know how every single person was feeling in that church, but I know that the people that were closely involved with the church, the people who 
were there on the days when there was nobody else in the church because they weren't allowed to be in the church and we were just like live streaming services and the staff that are at church you know the minimal amount of staff that our church has as far as like pastors and stuff uh it just felt like there was a huge burden or weight or something that just got released yeah on easter sunday yeah i think that maybe we understand just a little bit what it would be like to be somewhere that you weren't free to worship even yeah. though it's not on the same scale or the same reasons as like you know china for example yeah um, you know i think you know that there, there's some restrictions and some uh, frowning upon that for sure um, some mm -hmm. danger that's associated with that so you you know you might not be free to worship in in the way that you'd like the way that we do um, yeah but i think we saw a little bit of that and maybe it helps us appreciate it a little bit so yeah uh, as we go I, in i i think i'll i'll come back to this a little bit later on some of my reactions but yeah that was yeah. that was my feeling is like i was really I was really appreciative of the fact that we were able to do this and it didn't feel like a habit. It felt like yeah. something that I got to do, not something that I had to do. So yeah, uh, that was, it definitely put me in a different frame of mind. So hopefully yeah, myself and everyone else can keep that frame of mind. Um, yeah. And our, and one of our pastors after, you know, Adam and I are in the worship team at our church. And after we played the kind of the, the welcome song, I guess, for lack of a better word, uh our the our associate pastor came and our who's also our youth pastor he came up to greet everybody like he normally does and we did three services that day and he was in tears for two of them yeah you know he yep. like couldn't even help himself because yep. and he said that he said that he and we've been having services like yeah. it, it ain't like this the first time we were back uh yeah. we've been having services but this just felt like a line in the sand, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's partly because of the timing too, because last year that's kind of when it all shut down was For right sure. around Easter. And so that was the first, like, oh man, this is, this is like the real deal that, you know, we're, yeah. this is a big deal and we're shutting Easter down. So um, yeah, this was kind of like a year from, you know, from that time, where are we now? And it just really felt good to, to and, be back. So yeah. And I think it's, I think that any church, that that closed and then reopened in some capacity i feel like at least this is the case for our church they're they're almost like these little mini milestones that you hit that yeah. you feel that make you feel like we're getting out of this thing like you yeah. know one of them was just like okay we're gonna have people come back but then when we yeah. had people come back it was still everybody was a little bit gun shy because it, you know they're coming back and you know we had a mask policy in place and then you had every other row kind of taped and mm -hmm. closed off just to make to keep social distance and all this stuff so it's like we were back but we were kind of like limping back yeah and and then you get like it was better than nothing but it didn't feel right yeah yeah and it's and still then, not it's still not there but it's it's getting there so yeah and that's but we we looked out and we could see everybody we could see the people that were out there and it was the most I can tell you from my vantage point, it was the most normal it looked out there in a long yeah. time. It yeah. looked like people were just really happy to be there. We had three, we had our normal, we were back to our normal three services instead of having two services, which was its own little yep. kind of like milestone. Really getting, 
Yeah, yeah. And I think it's it's just one of those things. It, the fact that we went from having to not have anybody in our church on Easter Sunday in 2020 to having three services to have back to three services on Easter Sunday in 2021. It was just one of those situations where it's like, and I thought about this more today. It's just like, man, God got us through it. Like, yeah, he got, and we don't know that this is, you know, this, this may be the beginning of it. We don't know, you know, there there could be something else, you know, this could be God preparing us for something else, you know, so hopefully we've learned some things from this. Uh, we've yeah. learned to appreciate it for sure and maybe we've learned technology can be used but it's yeah. no it, it's not a substitute for the real thing yeah and another thing that i think people forget about is if there's one thing that this pandemic sort of proved is that while it's obviously a great thing that we have church back that people were getting saved like between the time this pandemic hit and Easter 2021, people were still coming to know Christ. Yeah. People were still getting saved. Like God, yeah, God didn't, didn't shut down. Yeah. Yeah. God did not shut down. God was not like, well, you quarantine don't Jesus. To, yeah. You don't, y'all don't have buildings to put me for me to go in. So I guess I'll just stop doing my God thing. It's like the no, Holy no, no. spirit does not social distance. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's probably going to be a quote that I, using a bumper sticker someday yeah, uh put it on uh, facebook for this yeah exactly so i had a little we'll have a little maybe a little fun here but just sort of uh put yourself in in the the story um yeah i i, I started thinking about the people that were there and you know we weren't there obviously uh, mm-hmm. so we don't know what we would do but there were people that were there. There were people who saw this and those people, you know, wrote a lot of this down. And so that's why we have what we have. Um, so I thought of some of the the people and I'm not going to go through them all, but I sent you a list. Um, yeah. People like Peter, Judas, John, uh, the other disciples, people after, you know, Thomas and, you know, the people who saw him after he was risen, uh, the women who go to the tomb on, on that Sunday morning and, uh, yeah. you know, the crowd of people who greeted him and, uh, pilot, you know, people who had a chance to, to react. Yeah. Um, and even Nicodemus who had talked to Jesus and then chose not to follow. And then mm-hmm. later on is one of the ones who anoints his body. Yeah. Um, so who do you think you would be? I've, I've got mine. I'll kind of go through mine first here. Um, I would like to think that I would be John because yeah. like Peter gets all the the publicity of, of what happens because, mm-hmm. you know, we know the story of Peter, you know, he, he, he denies and, you know, the rooster crows and he turns away sorrowful. And, you know, we think, Oh man, that was, it was such a amazing story. And then God forgives him. And, you know, what a horrible person Peter was, you know, he should have stood up for him, but, uh, yeah. but then we forget about John because it, it doesn't really talk about it a lot, but mm-hmm. the image that we have is that John is, at the foot of the cross and he's with Mary and Jesus gives Mary to John and says, mother, behold your son, son, behold your mother, like Mm -hmm. take care of her because you know, she's going to need it. And like of all the people he chose John to trust Mary with, um, Mm -hmm. man, you know, like 
I would love to think I'm that person because at this point they were probably looking to kill anybody associated if they could, Mm -hmm. or or at least put them in jail or something. Um, Yeah. And that's why Peter was scared. You know, he, he's like, Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. But John, he just stands at the cross and I guess he probably thinks if they're going to kill me, I guess just take me, but I can't leave him. Mm -hmm. And I would like to think that's me, but I'm probably the disciples who were in the up in the room in the house, mm-hmm. hiding in fear afterward, wondering what they're going to do next. Yeah, uh, that'd probably be me. Um, <laughs> I don't even know that I'd be Peter. You know, Peter yeah. was close enough to at least be encountered. Yeah, I'd probably. I'm afraid I would be hiding in a corner somewhere, just thinking, hope nobody sees me. You know. Yeah, yeah, and what I about think- you? I think, I think you're not alone in like, I think we all would like to think we would be John. I think that I would probably be the disciples too. I would be hiding in fear. I mean, think about, think about if you're with somebody and they're, you know, Jesus was, you know, they're disciples. They weren't like, you know, co-leaders. They weren't co-captains with Jesus. Like they were following Jesus, you know, they're like, he was their shepherd. And if you're a sheep, if you're a sheep, and suddenly your shepherd goes away, like, do you suddenly just like, does one of the sheep stand up? And it's like, all right, guys, here we go. I got it from here. It's like, you're probably lost. You're, and you're like scared. And you're, that's, I feel like that's probably how I would be. Jesus was crucified as a criminal and I was following him. That doesn't really fare too well for me. You know, like I would not have, I would probably not, have the patience to count on him coming back in three days and like keeping his promise yeah like like you know like if anybody has ever seen seen the movie goodfellas i'd probably be like hank from goodfellas and just or i go and i'm just i'm living in florida and some sort of witness protection program like i've just changed my identity <laughs> i've done like i'm a totally di- it's like oh jesus who what i never even what? yeah I never knew you're talking about this Jesus, especially for like those first two days afterwards. Like I'd yeah. probably be like, who, who? I'm not, I'm not that guy. Probably like figure out a way to make like a well, flash or something. Even like when they on Easter, when they go to the tomb, it always amazes me when they think somebody stole his body. Yeah. They must have stolen him. And I'm like, mm-hmm. is nobody keeping a calendar? Like he said <laughs> he's gonna be back in three days. Like there should be red X's on the calendar, like day one, mm-hmm. day two. Tomorrow is the day. If it doesn't happen yeah. tomorrow, then we're going to worry. But they're let's give that, this they're three days. That, they're marking that sundial. They're like, all right, here we go. Yeah, <laughs> like let's and but they go, oh, somebody must have stolen him. It's like they they didn't even realize they immediately jumped how, to that conclusion how awesome he was. Yeah, and they lived with him. Yeah, that's that's the thing. It's like they jumped to a very worldly, human, natural conclusion. Like yeah, they saw his the realm of deity natural and, human possibilities. Yeah, they saw his possibilities in terms of what they knew, what every other person they've yeah. ever known does. When they die, they stay dead. Yeah, exactly. So then, and I here's another, and I feel bad admitting this, but if we're just being completely honest here, I probably would have been, you know, the one that consistently called doubting Thomas. I would probably be doubting Thomas if I've actually lived back then, because like, listen, I get news about the vaccines now. And I'm like, 
I don't believe it. Let me check online. Let me get on here and find some legit sources and figure out what this is all about. And I have the internet at my fingertips. This is I not, this is not over 2000 years ago. Like this, if I was Thomas and I found out and somebody came up to me and was like, the tomb is empty. Jesus rose from the dead. That is, that qualifies as too good to be true for me. Yeah. Like I'm Prove walking it. around. I'll believe it till I see it. Yeah, it's like, I'm, especially for me living at that, if I was living at that time, I'd be like, all right, okay, whatever you say, buddy. Like, look, mm -hmm. if Jesus walked up to me right now and showed me his hands and I could put my fingers through his hands, okay, maybe then we'll talk. Mm -hmm. But until then, I'm, there's no way that happened because that's not, that's not what happens in our world. Like people don't, yeah. you know, like people don't rise from the dead. Yeah, like the, like that, and so yeah, so let's would, give these people a little credit. Like, they're they're doing what we would do, and that's what I wanted <laughs> to do was just like put yourself in there and be like, everybody made decisions that day, but it was a big day, and yeah, some they weren't so proud of, some that they you know maybe they were, but mm -hmm. uh, it's easy to point fingers and say you know, Thomas, oh he didn't believe. Well, yeah. What would I do if somebody walked up and said, "He's he's back"? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Hold on, let's go see this. Yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. So, what does Good Friday mean to you? So we got that coming up first. It for a good chunk of my life as a believer, it didn't mean a lot to me. It didn't. I just knew, like you said, it was one of those things where. I never really grasped what Good Friday was. It's uh, what the significance of it was. Um, I remember whenever, uh, I remember whenever I the movie and that movie, The Passion of the Christ, came out. And obviously, that you know, for those who've seen it and for those who haven't, but you know, it's very, very graphic representation of what Jesus endured, actually being crucified and it's it's much less about his resurrection and much more about his crucifixion and i remember whenever i was watching that movie with a friend of mine from college and i was just bawling for a good chunk of the movie because it was just it didn't stop like what he went through didn't stop and it was so just tragic and brutal and awful and you know to you know, talk, you know, we always talk about like, uh, why do bad things happen to good people? It's like the worst, the worst thing happened to the best person, <laughs> you know, like the, it's like, that's what gets, who get, who is better and who gets got the worst end of the deal when it comes to their punishment. And that was one of those things. That was one of those days where that was the first time that I really thought about like what Jesus endured on good Friday and what that meant and what the significance of that was. And I remember one time that we were, you, I think you may have even been in the room when we did this. It was, we were preparing to do worship for a Good Friday service and we were praying in uh, our rehearsal room and we were just kind of taking turns going around the room. And I remember I was praying and one of the sentences that came to, out of my mouth was, uh, I can't believe you did that for me. And I remember that. And I thought like, and then I started talking about my kid 
And like, I can't believe you did that for my daughter. I can't believe you did that for my wife. And I just start, and then I, I just started crying like in the middle yeah. of prayer. And it was just one of those things where it's like, it hit you like a ton of bricks, not just what he endured, but that he did it for me. Like he didn't do, and he did it for, he did it for the people back then. He did it for me now. He did it for my daughter. He did it for my kids, kid, my kids, kids, like yeah. the entire and your scope great, great of humanity. Grandfather. Yeah. yeah. Like everybody. Hmm. And we didn't, he didn't deserve what he went through, yeah. but we put him there and he wouldn't have been up there if it wasn't for me and us yeah. as humanity. And that was one of those things where it was just one of those moments where now, whenever I think of Good Friday, like it is much, it is not like you, like you said, it's like the pregame show or whatever, you know, like it's not, it's not like the, the yeah. pregame entertainment before the big game. It's like, it's become more of a thing where, I really re like I really try to process the weight of that day and what happened on that day and why it had to happen and why it did happen and yeah. I think that's what Good Friday does for me now. Yeah, I th honestly, Easter, Good Friday, um, honestly, should be something that I think about more. Uh, I think we live in such a time that we're always looking at the next thing. And as someone who was raised in church, Easter's a big deal, always has been. Um, mm. And I'll talk about what Easter means in a minute, but um, I, I wish that I would have always taken Good Friday more seriously, yeah. um, even up until now. Like when I'm writing this out, I was just thinking, I don't, I haven't, I haven't done a good job of this, but I feel like this year may be different um, yeah. because it forced me to, to write it down and mm -hmm. say, what do you really think about this? If this is what you believe, like this should be a big day. Um, yeah. Honestly, I think it should be a day that, that breaks my heart. Mm -hmm. Every September 11th, I don't know about you, but like every night, every September 11th, they, you know, they show this stuff on discovery channel or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the moments and the reliving and the, you know, just everything that happened that day kind of in real time. And then the stories and the things that, you know, that people saw and said, and, you know, just like all that, like, I will fall into that every year. You re you relive, you relive, I relive it every year. Like I'll be up day. every night, every September 11th, I'll be up till midnight, just watching that stuff. Just mm -hmm. gosh, man, I can't believe that happened. You know, and it just like, like I need to feel that just to remember that it happened, like to, yeah. to remember what that felt like, I guess. Mm -hmm. And I've got to get to that point. And I think, I feel like I am to that point right yeah. now that it, it's something that's different. Like, it's not just a day. It's not just um, leading up to Easter. Like it's the day that, that Jesus died. Yeah. Um, and so something that I have tried to do and I'm going to try to do more this year is throughout my day, just think as I'm doing things, what was happening, you know, you know, I don't know exactly the timeline, but I know, you know, we have mm -hmm. an idea. Yeah. And so like, if I'm driving to work, mm -hmm. Jesus is being beaten beyond recognition. Yeah. At that very moment mm -hmm. while I'm eating lunch, he's carrying his cross. Yeah. While I'm driving home, 
he's hanging on that cross, nails through his hands, nails through his feet. Mm -hmm. While I'm eating dinner, he's crying out that verse that you read, why have you forsaken me? And when I go to sleep, he's dead. All in that day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wow. Like I, if you think of it like that, how can it not break you? Uh, so we're going to actually get in, we're going to get into the, the meat of this episode. And now that we've had, now that Easter 2021 is in the rear view mirror, should it be in the rear view mirror? Like, how can we look at Easter 2021 and like, think of it as not, okay, that's, you know, that's come and gone, but like, how should we look at Easter from here on out? And how should yeah. we, should we potentially use this to propel us forward as believers and as Christians? So, okay. So uh, before we get there, maybe we should reflect on what it's looked like in the past for us. So I guess yeah. I'll, I'll ask you, okay. uh, what does Easter good Friday, um, you know, kind of talk about Good Friday in an earlier segment, but just this whole season, this whole week, uh, mm -hmm. but especially Easter, Easter Sunday, um, the resurrection. Yeah. In the past, like, what did that mean to you? Well, it's funny because I feel like I never, I, I've only started referring to it kind of alternating between Easter Sunday and Resurrection Sunday only recently, but for a long time. That may be Easter like, a, do you think that's a new thing? I feel like I never heard kid. that as a kid. Yeah, I didn't either. It's kind of caught on, I think, in the last. Few it's years. kind. Of, I feel like it's almost, and I'm not. I don't think this is necessarily the whole story, but I think it's almost like how some like it's almost like Happy Holidays versus Merry Christmas. It's like Easter. Only Easter, I think it's in the opposite. Exactly. You know, because I think some people have a problem with Easter because it, and there's some pagan yeah that's, that's things possible. in there and so yeah, it's like yeah. maybe it's an attempt to get away from that and just make it its own thing call it resurrection yes. sunday so, so, eh, I was, so whatever that, easter that to say potato potato I, jesus yeah. is alive and it's awesome <laughs> potato potato jesus is alive there's another bumper sticker i for a large chunk of my life i admittedly didn't think much of easter i didn't i, I didn't really fully grasp the weight of it and the significance of it in my life and in my spiritual life and anything like that. I mean, honestly, it was, it was a day to, if we felt like it, get dressed up and go to church and take pictures that you had to go take down to the drugstore to get developed and show you how old I am. Uh, you know, it might as well be, it might as well have been just like Memorial day or, you know, 4th of July or something where it's just like, Oh, this is a, spe this is a special day or, you know, another thing would be like, you know, it's it was like not quite like Martin Luther King Day, but it was just like one of those things where it's like, OK, this is a day where something significant happened. You know, somebody it celebrates somebody significant. That's the that's the kind of the parallel I'm drawing between that and Martin Luther King. It's like it's it's it celebrates somebody significant and what they did to make this world a better place kind of thing. Like I so never thought about in it. your mind is just an observance of another great person. Exactly. So like, I know that I'm, I'm, so I know that, so now what I think of it is, and like I said, this has come, this has come more in recent years than any of the years prior is like, 
as far as my faith is go- goes, I'm just so thankful to have a God who loved me so much that he sent his son to die for me. And I'm thankful Jesus like actually lived. Oh, other faiths around the world and still their live. God didn't live. Their God is still this something that something that we cannot relate to and could not relate to us in any way or whatsoever, I feel like. And our God lived and our God lives. Like the whole phrase of like God putting on flesh. Yeah. Like I've heard that my whole life, but I think as I grow older and mature a little more and think on it, like yeah, just that imagery is is it. Yeah, God and, wrapped himself in flesh mm-hmm. and came down here and lived with us. I know. And, and it's just, like you said, it's it's like crazy. Like every other God is is trying to get away from us, really. <laughs> you know, like that's the whole point yeah. is, you know, how can you be better than you know, everybody around you. And God says, how can I just be the least of you? Yeah. Or their God is, or their God is this unattainable thing. That's letting everybody know you got to work really hard yeah. to get to me. Yep. Like harder than, you know, as hard as harder you, think you're you working, can, yep. you got to work harder. Do more. Uh, you know, I remember there's a, a coworker of mine who's also a, a devout Christian. I remember we were talking about, we were just having kind of a faith based conversation one day and i remember one time he said to me um since he died for me the least i could do is live for him which i thought that yeah. kind of stuck with me i was like okay that's really cool that's a really cool little way to think about it but then i you know but the thing about it is is like i understood the sentiment but it's still way more than that because yeah i think we say soldier, that in flippantly like kind yeah. of just just like yeah oh yeah of course well duh i mean at least i can yeah. do is just live well, for him well i mean here's I mean, great yeah, if you think about but it, like, like how he died and that he died, and you yeah, know, like if it was my child or me mm-hmm. that sacrificed for you, I'd expect yeah. more than to just, you know, it's the least I could do. I mean, it's really nice of him to do that to die for yeah. me, forgive my yeah. sins, save me from and, hell. That's great. And yeah, well, and that's the thing is, other people have died for us. Yeah, we send military. There's people in our military who are sacrificing themselves in other parts of the world to protect our freedoms and to help and to help other countries and they've died for us they've they've done they've sacrificed themselves for our country and for its citizens and if you're you know you and i are parents if anything if if there was ever a situation where some something was potentially going to happen to our parents or our kids or our wives it's like we're going to lay down our our own life for them in a heartbeat. Yeah. But us doing that doesn't account for all of humanity. No, the strangers, does, the people that you don't like. The the fact that people who serve in the military go and fight for me and they don't even know me. Uh, they fight yeah. on my behalf. Um, mm-hmm. They fight for the the greater good and you know the the freedom that we all enjoy. Yeah. Um, but God sent jesus to die in my place yeah so in a way you know a, a soldier is still fighting in my place like i'm not going and he is mm-hmm. or she is but it's it's different it seems more personal in this case because yeah. it's it's not like we sent some people out to defend us god yeah. came and stepped in my place and said i got you yeah i mean yeah I'll, there's this I, this is what adam deserves 
give yeah. it to me. Like, the, you know, mm-hmm. people that go fight in a war don't go hoping to die. They go yeah. hoping to make it back, hoping to defend and to come back. Jesus mm-hmm. came to die. Jesus came yeah. and saw me and said, I'll die for him. And I'm going to. Um, yeah. There's plenty of people that are serving that obviously are willing to do that because that's what they do. But mm-hmm. I don't think they sign up for it looking at me and saying, uh, he's going to die. Um, okay, just uh, just pick me. I'll go. Just yeah, uh, yeah. Take me instead. And yeah, like, that's what that's what Jesus did. Jesus looked mm-hmm. at me and said, "He has no hope without me." And as we mentioned in the last episode, God looked yeah. around in a in a sense and saw that no one was worthy except yeah. his best. And so that was yeah. the only thing that was acceptable. So did you always, so did you always know, did you always, I know that you grew up in church, so it's obviously different for you than it is for me, but like how different was the significance of Easter for you at a young age growing up in church versus, you know, Adam, husband, father to, you know. Um, Well, yeah, obviously always went to church. I mean, we, we were there, you know, Sunday twice on Sundays and Wednesday mm-hmm. nights and revivals and all that stuff. So yeah. Easter was a no brainer, you know, that was, that was the big day. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's weird because sometimes you can get an arrogance about you mm-hmm. or a familiarity with something that you almost use that as, as a rock to throw at other people, if that makes sense. So, like yeah. the the closest example I can think of is like if you ever play I don't know if you play golf or not but I play golf. Um, Does putt putt count? No, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't count. It looks real. Then real I golf, don't play golf. Real man golf. Um, so <laughs> I go play golf, and I'm not great, but you know I like to play. It's it's all so it's fun, and and I yeah. play you know fairly regular, not a lot, but you know yeah. every few weeks or something, uh, maybe a, maybe once every couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and. I like to work on my game a little bit, you know, and just try to kind of improve, I guess, over the course of time. So I don't just get them out once a year and go play. But on occasion, I'll be asked to go play like a golf scramble or something. So golf scrambles are always fun because usually, you know, somebody's sponsoring a team to go. And so you get to go play for free and usually you get Uh food and they have door prizes and and all that. And you just get to play and hang out. And it's, you know, not a lot of pressure. Uh, But the I, I was at a golf scramble one time at this course. And there was these local guys, um, these club members, I guess, probably. Yeah. They were hanging out in the clubhouse and all these, um, yeah, I'm an HVAC guy. This was a, an HVAC and plumbing supply place, like a big one, but they invited all their customers or a lot of their top customers to come play. So these guys aren't golfers, you know, they may play, but you know, they don't do this on the regular, they're working. And so Mm -hmm. these club members, uh, were standing on the balcony kind of watching all this arrive. And of course the course was shut down that day, so they couldn't play. So they're just standing there drinking or whatever they were doing. Mm-hmm. And one of them said, Oh, great. We're going to get to play today because all these guys decided to dust their clubs off for the first time this year mm-hmm. and come out and hack around. And so we yeah. can't play. And, you know, first time we've seen a golf course all year and, you know, they're never, they won't see another one the rest of the year, but yeah, we have to give way to them. And it, it almost feels like that if you're raised in church, yeah, um, you, you know, you're used to the normal crowd. You have your seat, you know, where you sit, mm-hmm. you know, the routine of things. 
And then yeah. that Sunday comes and it's a big day and it's great. And people are yeah. going to come and families are going to come, but you almost are jaded by this. Like I've seen it before. I've been here. I've done this. They won't be back the next week. And so you get this arrogance of like, yep, yeah, y'all come on in here. You can use our place for the week. Uh, yeah. Sit wherever you want. I can suck it up and sit somewhere else. But now next week yeah. things will be back to normal and you all be back home. And yeah. I'm going to be right back in my seat because I'm the faithful few and you all are the creasters. You know, you're the Christmas and Easter crowd that rolls in here and, <laughs> and just sort of crashes the party, I guess. Yeah. Um, and it just, it's, it's weird to be on that side looking at probably like who you were. You know, you yeah, said, I was going to say, you were, you were saying this to me and my family. So, probably, yeah. So I'm, we and I, I didn't really say this, but like, if I'm being honest, there's a part of you that just says, oh, great. Blake decided to show up today. That's great. Of course he did. It's Easter. Yeah. And at least he got here on. I'll Easter. see him again on Christmas. Like how come yeah, exactly. the Holy spirit doesn't speak to you to come June the 14th? Like, yeah. why is it this day? Oh, because yeah, well, it's, it's, it's kind of like people who are like football fans. It's like, I haven't watched the whole se- I haven't watched games all season, but I'll watch the super bowl. I'm going to watch the super bowl and I'm going to buy a Jersey and I'm going to yeah. cheer the loudest and I'm going to cheer on this team. And I'm going to call this team. Year, like, yeah. We, we won. We scored a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We scored one of them goals. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. no, you didn't. <laughs> yay sports. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yay sports. So, I don't know. It's not the right way to look at it. But if I'm being honest, that, yeah, I think that's the overall mentality of a lot of people is like, it's great. Everybody's here. Hopefully a few more will come back. But then we're almost looking for them not to just to say, see, told you. You're pro- you, you probably you know what you're probably like you're probably like someone who works at Planet Fitness in January. Yeah, like you see all the, that's see a all good the, example. That's what I should see, use. You see all the people that come in for the New Year's resolution crowd. Yep. You're like, ah, give it a. Month. Oh, that's yes, that's out. a better analogy. That was that's great. <laughs> yeah, that oh like oh great here they come. Yeah, you're gonna get on the treadmill. Yep. <laughs> you know. Oh, you're over there working out on the stretchy thing. Yeah, that's not yeah. even a piece of exercise equipment. Oh, yeah, great. And then there's the one guy that's over there that has muscles on his muscles and he's yeah. going, get out of my way so I can use the weights. Yeah. And get like, off. The this is my spot. I'm here every day. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, so you, so that's how you were for, for how yeah. long? Like, um, I don't know. I mean, I think it still tend to be that way sometimes. Yeah. Um, you know, if you don't catch yourself, I think when we change churches, it changed a little bit because the way we do things here is different than the church I grew up in. I don't yeah. know a lot of people, so there's not as much of that, like, oh, I know you. I haven't saw you in a year, but I know you'll be back. Like, you know, mm-hmm. a small church, you kind of know, you know, everybody. Uh, here, it's more like, man, there's a lot of people out here. This is great. Yeah. Hopefully, they come back next week, and it seems a little more like, you know, maybe we can get some momentum here. Um, mm-hmm. After Even after I was saved, though, I don't think I really understood the weight of it. Um, and I think that goes back again to something you're familiar with. You know, we had, yep. we would have a uh, sunrise service a lot of times and we get up early and you know you mm-hmm. go to church before the sun came up and they'd usually have breakfast after and you know the service was great and it would always talk about you know the women going to the tomb and you know finding mm-hmm. the body gone and after that we had bacon and biscuits and gravy and yeah. eggs and coffee and like that was and like had, a really really good god, breakfast and you asked god to bless that food so it would nourish yes, your body make it nourishment to our bodies right because <laughs> it's not going to be on its own it takes a miracle for this to be nutritious <laughs> and so yeah i think it's easy to get caught up in the festivity of it put mm. on your 
nice shirt, put on your fancy dress, put on a hat, bring a basket, throw some eggs in the yard. Like that's all well and great, but I'm afraid maybe as a church, we miss that. We miss the point sometimes too. We miss an opportunity or Mm -hmm. as pastors, you know, a lot of times pastors just preach the same sermon, you know, the the same story. And so there's people that come to church twice a year. And the only thing they know about the Bible is that Jesus was born and that Jesus died on the cross and rose again. That's it. And so Mm -hmm. like, I always admire when a pastor will kind of go off the rails a little bit and be like, Oh, you all are going to be here today. All right. Let me throw you a curveball. You know, the Easter story. I'll tie that in, but I'm going over here. Yeah, like, exactly. I've got one shot and I'm going to nail you with it. Like, mm-hmm. that's when I'm like, yes, get them. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so, but I don't know, this year, it really kind of hit me. I think the podcast writing about this stuff really hit, helped me a lot, like kind of reflect. Mm-hmm. And the thing that really struck me was there's nothing comfortable about this whole thing but we like to look at it and we look at everybody's Facebooks. I, I love to look at everybody's Facebook on Easter Sunday. Yeah. Because people went to church and they're proud of it. And like, I'm not even making a lot. Like I'm serious. I love it. And I'm like, and I'm, and I used to, sc- I used to scroll past all those at one point And now I like, I like and now I'm like, yes, this should be like this every Sunday, especially yeah. after COVID. Like we should be like, we got to go to church again today. Mm-hmm. We got to go to church again this Sunday. It's yeah, know, exactly. It's just as great. He's still yeah. alive. I think exactly. our pastor said that as he was closing, like, we're going to have Easter next week. And we're going to have Easter the week after that. We're going to have mm-hmm. Easter the week after that, because guess what? He's still alive. Yeah, um, yeah. So the fact that God came to earth and provided a way for me to go to heaven, like you said, mm-hmm. um, and my best response is to put on a pink polo and go out and eat spiral ham at my mom's yep. house. Like, yep. that's, that's how I do this like it just seems a little bit like i'm missing the point like we are missing the point and it christmas is the same way god came to earth god wrapped himself in the in a little baby and came Mm -hmm. to earth and we buy each other presents and eat a lot um yeah you know and it's just like what how did we get here from there Um, yeah yeah but you know i think you can look in anything and and find god if you're looking for him and so this yeah. year, I think I started focusing more on that. And it really, it really helped me. Um, you know, the Good Friday thing really broke me more this year than it ever has. Uh, yeah. Sitting in Good Friday sure. service, you know, it's just like, gosh, man, I can't believe, like you said, I can't believe you did that for me. I can just tell from talking to you, and you can probably tell from talking to me, that we have, we have a fire lit under us a little bit. And now it's kind of like, what do you do with it? Yep. Uh, you, you know, and there was something, and I guys tell you, there was something about, there was something about this past Easter for me. And I think the whole weekly, and like I said, the podcast, I think helped because it helped me to really feel like it was my duty to reflect and to really get, you know, kind of dig into this and realize the significance of it with uh, talking about Good Friday and talking about, you know, talking about what being on the cross meant and why the cross and why you know like our last episode like why me why the cross why jesus like the whole thing uh and i was in the you know the drum area where i play like i think every single time we play three services and i think every single time i had at some point i had a tear in my eye at one point yeah and i was just like 
because every single one of the songs was kind of proclaiming the same thing in one way, way or another, which is just like, our Savior lives, he is alive, you know, you're, we're saved because of what he did and what, and his blood and everything else. And it's just like, and I just think, you know, he got, he not only got me through this pandemic, but he's guaranteeing me something after it because I believe in him. And that was, that was something that was really significant to me. And, you know, and so, so, so now that I've got all this energy and this like, you know, feel like somebody just kind of filled up my gas tank or something. It's like, so what, how do you use Easter 2021 to change things? How do you use this time to spark something outside of just yourself, I guess. And I know that I, before I talk about that, I guess I could just think of something that I was reflecting on. So uh, before I talk about Easter, I kind of wanted to talk about Good Friday again and reference sort of that experience that I had watching the movie, The Passion of the Christ, whenever I was in college. Because there was something that, I mean, obviously it's a really iconic movie, really powerful movie. It, yeah, portrayed, sure. the, it portrayed the crucifixion of Jesus in a way that I don't think it had ever been portrayed before. No. And the whole time I was watching that movie, in my mind, as I'm crying watching it, like the thing, the the phrases that are like running through my head as he's being beaten and tortured and carrying the cross and being nailed to it. I just kept on thinking to myself, like, I just was yelling in my head, like, stop, like, stop. Just, I just wanted them to stop. I just yeah. wanted them to stop doing that to him. Like, yeah. stop, stop. Why are you doing this to him? He doesn't deserve this. Like, that's yeah. what I kept saying to myself. And he didn't. No, I mean, bottom line, like he didn't deserve it. He did it for us. And I just, so then, so then I started thinking about those phrases and then I was like, so from here on out, I'm going to try to turn that expression around. And instead of directing it at the people who punished and persecuted Jesus, I'm going to direct it at myself. Like, mm. stop. Like, yeah, stop, stop sinning. Like that thing that you do all the time. Yeah. Try not to do it. Like the thing that you're tempted to do, don't fall to, don't yeah. fall right to it. Like just stop. And then, you know, try, try stop to keep questioning, that. stop, stop yeah. not believing, you know, if you're not a Christian, stop. Yeah, exactly. Like, why are you, you know, the other expression, why are you doing this to him? Like this being sin, it's a yeah. pretty good question considering what he did for you. I mean, well, I think you said in the last episode, what was the phrase you said that the image of Jesus on the cross is? God, yeah, God is like, why did why did God why the cross? And I think I said like God wanted to show us what our sin looked like. Okay, so if it was our sin that put him there, yeah, then our sin didn't take him down. Our salvation, our our holiness didn't take him down either. No, it didn't. But our sin can keep him there. If, if yeah. We, to accept him then he might as well still be hanging there yeah because like, the resurrection means nothing yeah and it's like i said why it's like so like if i'm when i'm saying why are you when i'm yelling at the people in the movie you know why are you doing this to him it's like turn that around on me why are you doing this to him like yeah like you, it's like you said in the last episode it's like god just said i just sent him down there with you all you're all the ones you're all the ones killed him yeah. yeah exactly so like so god created you 
God gave you, if you're listening to this, he gave you the breath in your lungs, the ability to hear it, the ability to do something with it, with your mind and whatever other abilities that you have. Uh, like I said, gave you another day, gave you the breath in your lungs, gave you all the blessings that you have. And yet you continue to do the same stuff over and over again. You get yourself in the same messes you keep on stepping in the same puddles, like you still do all the, it's like, and sometimes you do it and you're like, ah, crap, I did it again, you know, or all oh, shucks, yeah. I did it again. But oh, other times, oh, to other times you're like, yeah, I'm going to do it again and I don't even care. Yeah. You know, it's like, you should care. Yeah. Like you should, you should care a lot. Because... I mean, if you think of it, like you said, if you think of that action as, another stripe across his back. Like I know yeah. that there's people that would argue with his logic, but like, if I really think that my sin was the reflection of what he, what happened to him. Yeah. Then it essentially is like those, mm -hmm. every time though that whip come across his back, you know, if I'm doing that, it, it you might as well be that like, here's yeah. for, here's for Adam saying this and here's for mm -hmm. this person who thinks that, you know, I don't exist. And, you know, yeah maybe we'll believe you know and it's exactly like, gosh stop it stop it stop hitting yeah exactly well then the he guy does. that's doing it's going then stop giving me ammo to do it yeah like, really. if the sin's the reason i'm beating him then stop sinning i never thought about yeah. that way until you said that yeah so that's awesome and he doesn't and like i said he doesn't deserve this that's the other thing that i kept on thinking of myself in my head and it's like yeah, yeah god god doesn't deserve mm -hmm. this because not only did he create you but he sent his son to save you yeah, to save you, Adam Hawkins, to save me, Blake Hannon, to save, you know, My our ancestors yeah. and the future generations that come after us. And it's like he and he willingly did. He sent you to he sent his son to die for me and for the sin that I sometimes willingly commit, like not on all my sins aren't slipping on Super banana cool. peel. Yeah. Some of them are just me deciding I'm going to do this. I'm just going to see what happens. I'm just going to do it. Step on that banana peel and see. How yeah, exactly. So it just, it just made me, it just made me realize that uh, something's got to change. And the, and I guess the last thing I want to say is Easter's, I feel like our country, there are like three kinds of holidays that we celebrate. There are the holidays that take place on a designated day every single year. We're talking your Christmases your Easter, your, your Halloween's, your 4th of July's, Valentine's Day, they always take place on the exact same date every year. The second kind of holidays that take place, they don't take place on the exact date, but they always take place around the exact same time every year. Like, you know, Labor Day is always like the first Monday in September. Memorial Day is always the last Monday in uh, May. You know, Martin Luther King, things like that. And then there's Easter. That is honestly the only holiday that I have to almost look up every year. Cause I don't know when it takes place. Cause it's all over. Cause it's like, I really do. Like, I'm just being real. Like I'll be like, so yeah, I went you know why found, that is right. I thought, what's that? You know why that is? I don't know why. Like why is. it lands where it lands. Yeah. But it lands all over the place though. No, it's, it's specific. So it lands every year based on the moon. Okay. So well, it is the, hold on. I'm looking it up here because I want to make sure I get it right. That's all right. Okay, I went ahead and looked up all of the different days that Easter has taken place in the last 11 years. So on 2010, it took place on April 4th. 2011, it took place on April 24th. And then it took place on April 8th. 
And then it took place on March 31st. I think you get the idea. Is like it takes place in a between between March, the end of March, and basically the middle of April. Easter Sunday could potentially happen on any of those days in any given year. So that's to me that is like a not so subtle reminder that we should look as every day as Easter. Okay. Every day that you get as a Christian should be worth celebrating in some small way. Not necessarily like get all dressed up and put on your Sunday best kind of way, but just like, not just because God gave you the day, but like, if you read your Bible, you're reading a book that points, ultimately points to a risen savior. All right. You want to know why it's where it is? Yes. Do it. Okay. So it Drop goes knowledge back, on me. It goes back to Passover. Uh, the date of Passover changes every year the same way. Uh, mm -hmm. but because this occurred right before Passover, uh, and I don't, I don't claim to be a historian, but uh, yeah. I did know a little bit about this. Uh, the yeah. date of Passover changes every year due to the moon cycle or the lunar cycle, uh, which gotcha. is based on uh, which the Jewish calendar is based on. Yeah. Uh, so Easter is is linked to that because we know that it was right before Passover when he was crucified. So yes, uh, we don't know exactly when it would have been, kind of like Christmas. Uh, you know, we don't know exactly when it would have been, and most people yeah. say it probably wasn't December twenty fifth. It's always on the Sunday after the first full moon after the spring equinox. Okay. Because Passover's there, that's where it always lands, but yeah, uh, probably because it was the calendar was coinciding with the moon and so he was crucified based on this moon gotcha. moon phase, so it's okay. more accurate here than just on a certain day. So yeah. it's kind of cool. I like that idea. I like I mean I like that little nugget. And I still I, I like the idea that it takes place on all of these different days based on that, because it just, like I said, it just reminds me that every day for the Christian is Easter. Every day for the Christian, if you bow your head to pray, you're praying, you're not just praying to God, but you're praying to a living God yeah. that rose on Easter Sunday and is still alive. Like every time you step into a church, if you are, if you have the ability to step into a church, and you're worshiping and you're singing praises, you are praising the God that will get you through this life. And you're praising Jesus who guaranteed you a second one way better than this. one. Yeah. And, and it's kind of like, like, why do we only talk about the resurrection story or the crucifixion story or the good Friday story on Easter? Why do we only talk about Jesus in the manger at Christmas? Like, yeah. I always thought that was strange. Like, even when I was, you know, preaching some, it was like, I want to preach a Christmas message in May. Yeah. Uh, but it almost felt weird. Like, why don't we sing Christmas songs then? Like he's still was yeah. born. You know, he's still <laughs> alive, but still big deal. Uh, and I just, I, I think I just want to try to make that a point to keep Easter Sunday in my mind and on my heart, like every single day, because if I do that, it gives me an awareness that I'm, that I'm saved that I'm his, but it also gives me an awareness that others aren't like to me, that's another thing is like, and I, and I think that even people in our, and you may even talk about this later, but I think there's like people in our church or our pastors where even you felt like there was a little more of a sense. I don't know if it's called a sense of urgency, but I think just more of an awareness of just like, we're not just going to get together and celebrate Easter. There's no. still people out here that don't know have not accepted 
Jesus is their Lord and Savior. And just because it's Easter and you may have dinner plans after this or something doesn't mean that this isn't a good day to be saved. So exactly. It's a bit so I just think that I think if anything, I'm I'm I just want to be, I just want to try to make sure that I'm doing more as a Christian. I'm having more of an awareness for lost people and realizing just the importance of Easter in every day of my life and not just Easter Sunday. That's basically yeah. where I got from it. For sure. So what, what, what about you? Like if, um, if you were going to take, if you were going to take whatever sort of takeaways. Yeah. Takeaways, whatever sort of like fuel to the fire, yeah. fuel to your well, fire from I think Easter It goes back to my observations, like the things that I noticed. So I just jotted down a few um, and I'll just read them off. So one thing I noticed everybody seemed like legitimately happy to be there. Um, obviously yeah. COVID plays into this, but like every, every Easter Sunday, everybody seems a little happier. You know, usually the weather's mm -hmm. nicer and, you know, it's starting to begin, you know, spring's on the way. And, yeah. Uh, but you know, it was beautiful weather this, this year and everybody was just glad to be there. Um, yeah, for sure. It seemed like this year, the need for salvation seemed a little more real because mm -hmm. our world has been shaken beyond yeah. what we what we're used to and it mm -hmm. doesn't seem like every day is promised uh, no. now it seems like the things that we thought were sure uh, you know basketball tournaments canceled football games canceled you know yeah. the things that we thought oh that will never change like that's just the way it is the masters yeah. was canceled you know like these things all got put on hold and so yeah. if those things are fluid so is everything else church was sure. you know easter was put on hold so Mm -hmm. um, it seems like people are, you know, some people are a little scared, you know, like time's different. Times are different. You know, I probably need to get things. So hopefully there's a little more thought uh, about eternity and about your soul. Uh, yeah. It seemed like there was a little more appreciation for grace because I think this year we've probably seen the best and the worst of ourselves. And so I'm yeah. just really thankful that, you know, no matter how um, ornery I am, uh, mm -hmm. still loves me. Uh, the singing was a little more muffled, but it was a lot more meaningful and a lot less monotonous. Uh, masks or no masks. I found myself watching. I found myself. It. I'm sorry to interrupt. I found myself watching a lot of people's eyes. Yeah, and their hands. And and I was and hands and eyes and fist pumping like, and you know like yes yeah you no know they were singing even though you couldn't see their mouth yeah um, yeah it felt more normal I think you said this too it felt more normal than anything we've done in a long time. Uh, mm -hmm. so here's what I hope, here's what I hope to take away from it. I hope that 2021 lit a fire in many people that had kind of went out myself included, or, you know, kind of, you get stagnant, stagnant or stale. Yeah. Uh, and it started to spark in other people that maybe throughout this year, they've been thinking, maybe we need to think about going to church or getting back into church. And this was the, the day where it's like, well, everybody goes to church on Easter. So let's just start there. I hope yeah. that, that that starts a trend. I uh, yeah. hope that 2020 made us see how blessed we are to be together and how lucky we are to have nice facilities and like air conditioning and heat and just a great place to get together. Yeah. Uh, technology that allows us to do virtual if we want to. But at the same time, I think that we learned that virtual is not the same as in person. And so for a while, yeah. I think there was this whole like, oh, yeah, we can just worship from the house. And I, there's a fear that I have that some people are still doing that and yeah. that they're just going to stay there. But honestly, I'm afraid if they stick to that routine when things are back to normal and we still can and we can gather safely, that they're probably not really attending church anymore. Like 
that they're using yeah. that as a crutch, but the odds of them sitting on their couch as a family every single Sunday when there's no danger of them going, you know, like there's no, when this is all over with, if they're yeah. still just serving virtually and eh, I would have, you know, I, I worry about that. So that's a fear, but I think most people that really want to be in church need to be with other people if they're able to at all. Yeah. Um, I, I hope that for me and for everybody that Easter 2020 is not forgotten and that Easter yeah. 2021 is not forgotten. I hope that Easter 2020 is a flag in the ground. And we can always look back at that and say, do you remember what it was like when, you know, you were there, I was there, but our church was mm -hmm. shut down, but we were playing. Um, actually, I don't think I was playing on Easter. I was playing the week after. Uh, but, you know, we looked around and there were no seats. There was nobody in the seats. The yeah. church was empty except for us. And the pastor was saying, I need all of you all to spread out throughout this large, you know, bunch yeah. of seats. So mm -hmm. I have people to look at because it's not natural for me to just look into a camera. So exactly. Yeah. I need to work the crowd, but there's only 10 of you. So we spread out. Yeah, so don't, yeah, exactly. Don't just sit, don't just sit all yeah. of y'all sit like in the center section. Like I yeah. need to pretend exactly. at least pretend like I'm talking to a full I house. think of that now, like while he's preaching and like when we're sitting there and I think, man, I remember what it was like when there was 10 of us here. Uh, so yeah. I hope, I don't ever want to forget that. Um, I hope, I hope that we're over the habit. Uh, mm -hmm. My fear is that we've some people have fallen in love with virtual church and through some of this, people have gotten offended and hurt and whatever, you know, yeah. whatever that's got them all in a wad and, and they're yeah. not going to be back for whatever reason. And that bothers me that, that people have let politics and uh, just whatever get in the way. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So I hope that those people will find their way back. Um, I think it's going to get along. It's going to be a while to trust each other. One thing I noticed is that like people want to be close to each other, but then when it comes time to do that, it's still awkward. Uh, yeah. To shake your hand is different. Uh, to hug you mm -hmm. is different. Uh, to pray together is different. And like at our church, we have an altar and people go pray. And yeah. usually, you know, they use that a lot. And this Sunday I thought, man, people are going to wear that out. Like it's going to be lined. And mm -hmm. it really wasn't. No, and so really. that kind of bothered me. It was like, Oh man, like I was really expecting this just bust loose, but I think people are still hesitant. Like they're, they're figuring it all out. So mm -hmm. um, the main thing I hope in closing is that we don't fall back to normal. If normal means complacency and, yeah. and all of this, because, and that we don't forget because I was, I was telling you, I was listening the other day or I was on a Facebook group the other day uh, for some worship guitar players mm -hmm. and there were some guys on there that are really struggling. So we do need to remember to pray uh, for the American church, but also for the, the global church, because yeah, um, we think it's been bad here and some countries have opened up a lot quicker and others seems like are a lot less yeah. uh, eager to do that. And so I was, there was a yeah. couple of guys on some of these message boards. One of them was from Sweden and one of them was from um, British Columbia yeah. And this one guy, he was saying, it almost hurts me to see a lot of people on here saying, we're going back, we're back, you know, you know showing pictures of your guitars and mm -hmm. of your church. And, you know, even if you're in masks, like you're back in church. And he said, I haven't been in church in a year. And I don't know when we will be. There's no let up yeah. in sight. There's no reopening where I'm at. Like we are just closed for the foreseeable future. And he said, yeah. it's wearing on me mentally. 
it's wearing on me spiritually. I'm not touching my guitar. There's no reason to, because you know, who am I going to play for? And, yeah. and it's, he said, it's just really, really starting to weigh on me. And yeah. so I'm burdened for those people. So I need to remember to pray for them as well, because even mm-hmm. if we can get back to some semblance of normal, um, there's people even among us that won't be back for a while, you know, the older yeah. people around us. And there's people that we've lost through all this. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just really, I was really thankful, um, to be back. And I think we both kind of felt that way that it just, it just felt like more of a gift this time. And I think yeah. that's really what it's supposed to feel like, because that's really what God gave us was the ultimate gift when he gave us Jesus. Yeah. And it's about time we appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Real Legend Podcast. We hope that something that was said today inspires you to come to know God in a real way. We would love to hear how God is using this podcast to help you on your journey. So email us at realreligionpod at gmail.com. That's R-E-A-L-I-G-I-O-N pod at gmail.com. Or reach out to us on social media. Thank you for your support.